Hello everyone. I hope you can hear that. I'm sitting next to a small creek on the way back from a lovely day of park golfing and me being unable to shut up with my two friends here in central Japan. Started to listen to Jessa Reed on the Soberish podcast, which is what got me to stop here. Well, don't blame Jessa for coming to this pleasant creek, Brian. <laughs> don't do that. No, I uh, just felt the need to come down here. It called to me, you could say. Let me tell you about this creek. Well, first of all, how are y'all doing? Hope you're okay. Hope this finds you safe and sound. And what is the sound part of safe, safe and sound? Sound of sound mind, I guess. <laughs> and why is the Puget Sound? What what is a sound, folks? I come from the Puget Sound region. My wife and I were just talking about this yesterday. Washington State, she asked me, is it Puget Bay? And I was like, no, Puget Sound. And then I thought, yeah, what other places? I think Nor- or Norway or New Zealand has some sounds, but I, she's like, sound? Like, you mean like like a sound, like a noise? I'm like, well, yeah, it's the same spelling, same pronunciation, but in this case, it means like a large bay. Anyway, I hope you're safe and sound, whether you're in the Puget Sound or a Norwegian or a New Zealand sound or not anywhere near a sound or a creek or wherever you may be as you're listening to me babble like this brook I'm next to a babbling brook this is babbling Brian next to a babbling brook sitting out the apocalypse next to a babbling brook and so the man mistook the brook for himself Okay, anyway, uh, there's no real point to me sitting here and talking besides the fact that I just want to sit by a brook and yak and not have a heart attack. Because what is this thing? Do you remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Was it that movie I'm thinking of? Where there's like a professor and Ferris's girlfriend is waiting for Ferris to save her from the tedium of high school and the professor's like what does he say he's like what is the meaning like that I don't that's totally not what he says but you know I'm not really having anything of importance to say except that I love you all and I hope that whoever is listening to this, if there is anyone listening to this, is safe and sound. And maybe entertained by my rambling mind. <laughs> I'm entertained by it, if nothing else. Sometimes, though, you just gotta shut up and listen to the babbling brook. You know. Here's an interesting thing. I often come and sit by rivers here because I do live in the riverlands of central Japan. And I often come and sit by the river and listen to it for its wisdom. 
And one thing the river has taught me is, uh, well, while you're off doing all your human shit that seems of the utmost importance, you still have to sleep eight hours a day. But meanwhile, I'm running this whole fucking time. I keep on going. You humans are weak. Unlike us rivers, we babble forever. You think you can babble, Brian? I bet you can't babble forever. And you're right, river. Nor do I want to. But it is interesting when you think about it. I'm watching the water flow by me. And while each bit of this water that's flowing by me is a different part of the water, it just keeps on flowing. And I remember having this thought last year and how it kind of put things in perspective a little bit, which is one reason I like going out into nature, because it can put a lot of our human bullshit into perspective. This is bullshit! Sorry, that's from The Wire, one of my favorite shows. Lance Reddick. Nobody says bullshit like Lance Reddick. He's the guy. You all know him. He's the guy. that He plays like the lieutenant on that show. The black guy is kind of, you know, he's all he's plays. He's also on Harry Bosch. He's a he's a Chief Irwin, <laughs> Irwin Irving on the the Bosch series on Amazon. I think he said bullshit once. Yes, he did. Season four of Bosch. I remember I recorded it. <laughs> he said bullshit. And I was like, oh, the, he had to do that. Uh, there's a comedy series with Lance Reddick on the U- on on the YouTube on YouTube. I don't remember what it's called, but the the one I'm thinking of is Nice Try IHOP. And he's playing like this investigator who's going around to these different stores and they've changed from being an IHOP into a new store and like one of them is like a, a laundromat. <laughs> this is my favorite one. This is what I remember. He walks into it and he's carrying like pancakes into the laundromat and there's like this Korean woman working there and he's like, isn't this an IHOP? An international house of pancakes. And she's like, no, there's a laundromat. And he, He's like, nice, try, IHOP, you know. Because it was a former IHOP. It's got the roof, the red roof. And he shows you, like, the characteristics. But the thing I love about that that bit, that part of that whole skit so much is, he, why would you go to an IHOP carrying your own pancakes inside? <laughs> Woo! Anyway, Lance Reddick, he's got a good sense of humor. He's a good actor, and he says bullshit like nobody else. But a lot of the human shit that we think is so important comes down to being bullshit and you know what the coronavirus is revealing a lot of that stuff folks a lot of the systems that we got going on I'm, I'm cupping this here there might be a little wind I hate it when the wind interrupts my nature my nature casts and the wind comes on here I've gone home and edited that shit out sometimes and spent hours doing it it's a pain in the ass but deal with it hopefully the river is out and my babbling is my babbling and the the babbling brooks babbling is beating the winds babbling but i'm cupping it with my hand here cupping my mic anyway a lot of the nature uh, not nature but the human constructs that we have for example the stock market now i know there's it's there's some stuff where it's based on you know reality but so much of our economy and so much of this stuff is bullshit and I was listening to another podcast on the way up, my favorite political podcast, and the dude is on fire this year. Benjamin Dixon, the dude is just preaching the truth from the from the progressive politics wing of things, of that, from that lens of things. And he was talking about 
you know, fuck your bills, take care of your health. And that that's a me. I think I might write that article for a blog or something. Short story or something, but it does come down to that. I mean, that's kind of the download I got last year was like, dude, you can quit your job at the end of March and it will be okay. You're actually needed to quit your job because while I don't know if I can predict the future and say Japanese junior high school kids and elementary school kids aren't going to need English, I don't know. But I think in the immediate short term, that ain't really that important. You know, and the reason they learn English here, I won't go on this too far, but quite honestly, the reason that they teach English to the kids here and the main reason the parents want them to do it is because they have to take these high school entrance exams and they have to pass the English to get into good high schools. And so, you know, they're not, I'm, again, I'm generalizing here. I won't, I'll stop here in a sec. Don't worry. I won't go into a big, long teacher fucking diatribe, slide track. But this is just about the bullshit of a lot of stuff. And my job has been a lot of bullshit. Um, they're not learning English so that they can go out and communicate with people, <laughs> like, around the world. That's not really the focus of the system here. So anyway, I got this download last... Uh, I, using Jess's language here, the downloads. But, I, you know, intuition, this big thing that I went through last summer in the early September. And it was like quit your job <laughs> and I quit and then it's uh it's March 31st is my last official day but um and if this was like this timeline hadn't had the corona nonsense <laughs> the Marxist coronavirus <laughs> uh, you have to listen to my uh, podcast episode number is it at 16 the most recent one I put out not the bonus one not the other emergency one, but episode 16. There's a comedy bit I do in the middle. It's a series. See, I started this series for my podcast a while back called The Downside Of with Brian Vincher. And the downside of is like looking at things that we all like. But they, these guys are all like these cynical British people that they talk about. Like the very first one was the downside of roundabouts. Why do you think roundabouts are bad? Well, because I like sitting in stoplights and staring at the red light and twiddling my thumbs. It's much more orderly. And then there's another woman, Penny Pigbottom. It's for my piggies. The roundabouts are very confusing. Anyway, the one I did this last Friday was the up. It was uh, from Russia. I can't remember. I, I took my name and I made it backwards. Nireb. I can't even remember. Winchell Bryan, I did it backwards, and I made it like this Russian. And my accents are all over the place, folks, but it's like, Nira Lynchev, this is Russia tonight. And today, we're on the upside of, the upside of the coronavirus. And our first caller, you know, I'm not going to redo the whole bit. Listen to it, episode 16. Anyway, the first caller was an economist from outside of St. Petersburg, or as he corrected, Leningrad, we still cut it, Leningrad here, comrade. And the upside of the coronavirus to him was, it is Marxist revenge. Marxist revenge against capitalism. And uh, Ben Dixon, really folks, I go circular and I go wild, but I always get to the destination. <laughs> you can count on that, I'm a Capricorn. Benjamin Dixon, 
his podcast was talking today about you know this idea of like you know we're gonna have to like it's a choice between capitalism and life and fuck your bills you know people should be able to stay home from their jobs and they shouldn't have to worry about getting their cars repossessed and all this shit and you know and he was saying like the coronavirus is like the most revolutionary force in our world and all this and i was thinking and he said something about it he said marx it's like marx was wrong it's not the rise of the proletariat it's the rise of the coronavirus and it was just so beautiful to listen to this because i'm thinking man my comedy bit man it's boxes and events and you can hear some giddiness in my voice because man I fucking hate the capitalism system. The system that whatever we call this, you know, I'm not going to get into a head argument about socialism versus capitalism, but whatever the system, whatever you want to call this system where we've all, you know, exploited and we have to be on the clock and my vice principal stresses out about me being an hour late to a job where I've got no work left to do and I'm just going to sit there for seven hours and sleep for two of them at my desk and he's all, oh, Brian, you got to take an hour off. You're, you're, you're an hour late, so you got to take an hour hour off. Like, I'm like, well, dude, can I just stay an hour later? Like, why are you so strict about the clock? Like, all oh, this fucking system, man. I'm I'm done with it. I'm done. And I even told myself, like, Friday I called in my other... I go to two schools. I called my other school. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take the day off. And I've got... On Friday morning, I had three full days off left that I can take. And I'm plan- I was planning to save two of them for the Monday and Tuesday, March 30th and 31st. So now I used the third one on Friday, so now technically I don't have any left, but I've already told myself, man, I, if I don't want to go, I'm just going to call them and say, yep, take the day off. <laughs> They'll pay me or they won't pay me, whatever. I don't even care. I'll figure that shit out, you know? Um, but anyway, the systems, folks... So here's the theme. Another lesson from the river. Let's see if I can wind this up. I've got what am I about? Yeah, for 14 minutes here. I think I can finish this up in five minutes. Make this a 20-minute emergency cast. The other river lesson, and this comes from last fall. So another big day in my whole experience last fall. And the world didn't hear about this as much. But the start of the decade, of this last decade, the teens, the aughts, or, no, not the aughts, the teens, I'm sorry, the teens. I know the world heard about Japan's March 11th, 2011, the earthquake here, and the tsunami and the Fukushima, just, that was a you know huge story all over the world. I went to my uh, 20-year reunion, high school reunion that, that summer, and I don't know how many times I had to answer the question about, so what was it like in the earthquake? Anyway, so you all know about that. That kicked off the decade here in Japan. Well, the natural disaster that ended the decade was last fall in October. Typhoon Hagibis. Record-setting rains here on the weekend of the full moon in October here in Japan. And I was going through part three or four of my awakening my big experience of uh, 2019 and you know uh, yeah you know medical doctors are called bipolar and I was going through manic and yeah I was in a manic like right now I'm on the 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 upswing of the mania and you're probably thinking holy shit it gets worse but I could sit here and just I will sit here and listen to this brook babble for a while um, 
But if I'm full on into full on mania, like I will lose trains of thought a lot easier. And um, but anyway, so the other lesson that the river taught me, and this is, I actually just did a little video that I want to release about on YouTube. So Typhoon Hagibus came, and it, the rain started that Friday night. The Thursday night was gorgeous. Oh my God, that Thursday I took one of the greatest bike rides ever. And that, oh God, it was so fun. I took like a 60 kilometer bike ride that night. I couldn't go back home. It was so fucking gorgeous. The skies, it was just a perfect day that Thursday. Anyway, on the Friday, the rain, that the rain started that afternoon. And so my Friday night class, my the guy I work for is like, yeah, if you don't want to come, you don't have to. I'm like, great, I won't. And then it like just fucking pissed down rain like you never saw. Like I've never, I've been in LA, get some heavy rains and like we get heavy rains here too in Japan, but this is just like a torrential, just like the freaking being buckets of water dropped out of the sky for like 24 hours straight from like that Friday night until that Saturday night. And then the typhoon came through and it was just insane amount of rain. And as a result, the rivers here completely in one night totally 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 destroyed and transformed the land and here's the theme the lesson here's the lesson and i'm going to quote the red hot chili peppers because this has been a favorite lyric of mine due to my own experiences with drug addiction and getting through that and here's the quote and this this is the river <laughs> the river speaking through the words of anthony kiedis and I will try to sing it, but you, the song is Californication, and Anthony's probably a better singer than I am, but here it is. Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. You hear that? One more time. Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. The thing is, is that Things can get destroyed and created at the same time. And folks, I think the systems we have in place, they have seemed all so solid. But another podcast I like, the Accessible Astrology Podcast. The woman who hosts that show made a comment the other day about the coronavirus. Imagine the systems we have are like a balloon. And we've been on the outside of the balloon. And when you're on the outside of the balloon, it feels very solid. But the coronavirus was like a needle. Pop! And all of a sudden, that thing that felt so solid is gone. Now, this gets to the final. I'll close this up. The point is, is I am... As I've told friends back home, two weeks down the timeline from the Americans. Now, each country and each person is having a different experience of this coronavirus movie we're all in. And here I am. But I'll tell you this. Last weekend at this time, and, even, and then two weekends ago, it was a much different experience. This weekend, I'm seeing the creation side and I'll tell you what things can change and get freaking downright awesome really quick the question is how quickly do we want to make it awesome how quickly do you want to make it awesome can you say to yourself 
you know what? This particular system that I've been hating so long, it ain't real. I'm done with it. The river will keep running. The brook will keep babbling. Brian will keep babbling until I go into my period of depression, which I don't even call depression, but I call it my night where I get quiet and I don't babble so much. But the river will keep babbling. The point is, what's real and what's not? And I think that question is going to be one of the biggies that we're going to start resolving. And we might do it real quick. And here again, there will be destruction. But I'll tell you about the destruction. Along the sides of the rivers, many trees got swept away. There's an island near my house. It wasn't really much of an island. There's a bridge called the... Listen to this. The Fukushima Bridge. And Fuku means happy or lucky, and Shima means island, so lucky island bridge. And I always ask my wife, I'm like, well, where's the island? It's just this bridge over the river that this, this water here I'm sitting next to, it flows into this river I'm talking about, the Tone River, the second biggest river in Japan. I'm on a creek, tributary, a creek, as they call it. In Washington, I always, the joke my friends and I used to have is that if you're above 1,000 feet in elevation, you got to call it a creek. If you're lower than a thousand feet, it's a creek. So I'm in a creek right now because I'm not up that high. Anyway, the Fukushima Bridge goes... This is not in Fukushima Prefecture. Nothing to do with that place. Just means lucky island. Happy island. Well, I found this little, like... It was a probably about as big of a little island in the middle of the river right near that bridge that maybe you could put about four tents, have a little party. Well, that Typhoon Hagibus... That island is no longer there. And I used to go and think about this island a lot last year. Because I'd watch how the river would rise and roll around it, depending on the year and the season. I do a lot of meditating on nature, folks, <laughs> when I go out biking. Anyway, that river got, that island got destroyed. <laughs> we weren't very lucky, were you there, Mr. Happy Island, Lucky Island? But here's the thing. And all on the river, man. There's a lot of shit got destroyed. But you know what got created? All these wonderful, wonderful sandbars. There's all these places that I call beaches now that did not exist last year this time. And now that it's getting warm again, I've been using them in the winter, but now that it's getting nice and springy again, and now that my planned trip to America, I have a plane ticket for April 4th or April 6th, Monday. I ain't coming. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to at least wait out through April. I might come in May. My hope is I'm going to come in September. I don't want to be in Japan in July and August. This place sucks, it, man. I hate the weather here in the summer. And Washington's nice. And I got cons I got tickets, man. I got to go see fish. So come on, America. Keep your shit together. Enough for me to go see the fish concerts at the Gorge. I made a deal with the universe. If fish plays, this is in 2018, the last time they played there. And I was there. The first time they ever did a three-night run, I made a deal with the universe on the last night. I looked up, I said, universe, if Fish has a three-night run at the Gorge, I'm going to be here for it. You make that deal with me, okay? So I can put off my schedule for April that I had to meet some friends that I've been friends, great friends with online for 10 years and I've never met. 
I was gonna hang out with them for a week in Northern California. I could put all that off the universe. I'm willing to sacrifice that. Let America go through the shitter. But get your shit together, people. <laughs> I'm lecturing you, goddammit. Because I gotta see fish in July. And I got tickets to see them in Eugene, too. And here's the thing about the Eugene shows. I haven't seen fish inside since the 1997 tour. Las Vegas, the opening of that tour. It's like one of their most famous tours. If any of you know the Grateful Dead, think about May 1977. That's when I fish 1997 fall tours like the Dead's May 1997. And I was at the show in Las Vegas, Thomas and Mac Arena. Last time I saw them indoors. I don't know why I'm talking like this. But when I saw them, I was on some good LSD that night. And that was the night I had this couple realizations. First was Brian. Don't be self-conscious about dancing. Boogie while you're young. And now I've kept on boogieing since then. 23 years later, I boogie even more. But the other thing I thought that night was, fish is great. And I haven't seen them indoors since then. So I got tickets the other day, like a couple months ago, like a month ago. I was looking at the Eugene shows going, you know what, I'm going to be in America. Fuck the money, I'm going. I took Jess's advice. All this advice people were saying, like, if there's something you want, you'll figure out the money. Just go. And then I saw, this, this is an indoor show. I got to go. So I got tickets. I got five fucking fish shows to get to in the middle of July. God damn it. And I don't want to be in Japan in July and August ever again. That's another deal I made with the universe. Get me out of this place in July and August. I'm too Nordic. I'm too hairy. And I hate hot fucking muggy weather. Okay? So... Let's close this up by saying, Americans, I've been saying this on my social media for the past week. You're going to have to learn to love each other, man. You can stop theorizing about where this virus came from, whether it was created by a fucking Chinese gorilla or an orangutan in Kenya. It does not matter right now. All that matters is what's real in your life and what's real is your health, the health of the people around you, and the health of your community. So take care of your shit. <laughs> and listen to your Brooks babble. And if you can do that, you can get through this and all of a sudden the destruction that you're going to do, you're going to destroy a lot of shit that needs destroying. A lot of the economy is based on bullshit and exploitation. A lot of the racism is based on bullshit and exploitation. Let's destroy all that. Get rid of it. No longer needed. And then let's create. Let's create a world we all want to live in. Now here's the deal, America. <laughs> I'm getting to be goddamn Riverside Preacher here. Creekside Preacher. Here's the deal, America. I'm not going to tell you how to figure out your government, you know. I would tell you of the three people that seem like might be president next year, seems pretty goddamn clear to me. Bernie Sanders is by far the best guy you got, even though I got my issues with him. But I still think he's way better than Dementia Joe and freaking unreality, egotistical, narcissistic Donald. Thank you, Brian, for your support. I know, Bernie, you want to jump on the podcast here and talk. Please vote for me, everybody. 
Bernie, we're talking about deeper shit in your candidacy. But my candidacy matters. Bernie, you can talk later. I'll give you another spot on the podcast. Don't worry. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Take care of yourself. Listen to Brian. All right. That's Bernie Sanders, everybody. I don't know where he came from. He's just hanging out here with the creek. The creek. Anyway... Don't think so much about your goddamn self and your fucking 401ks and all this stuff about the future and what's real, what's right in front of you. As I was telling my parents, all these people, oh, I got a cramp in my foot. I get cramps in my foot sometimes and they hurt. Son of a bitch. Woo. Standing up. So I was telling my parents, all these motherfuckers in Washington that are going out and buying toilet paper. When I was a kid, I had a burp there. When I was a kid, we used to play in the forest all day long. And we discovered a certain plant, a certain bush. And that was a bush you would take a shit next to because the leaves were better than toilet paper. But you had to know your shit because there's another bush that looked like it. And those leaves were a little poisonous. Didn't do anything wrong. You just made your ass itch. Point is, nature is bountiful. It's abundant. So there might be shit that's growing around you that you can use instead of toilet paper. And if you live in Washington, I guarantee you, I can still tell you, I can still feel that feeling of that fucking toilet paper on my ass. It was great. Best toilet paper I've ever had. It was green. <laughs> All right, folks. I think I got the point out here. I'm just concerned because I'm from afar and I hear Jesse talking about Sedona and people gathering there in Sedona. And that's a great idea, but I'm in Japan. And I ain't going to swim to America. So all I can do is talk to you from here, my Babylon Brook, my own Sedona, my own private Idaho. And this is 30 minutes, and that's long enough. All right, I'm out. Enjoy your brooks. Love each other. Destroy the shit that needs destroying and be meanwhile create the shit that needs creating. And don't kill each other. That's that's what I was gonna get to a minute ago. Your guns and shit, man. Like everybody's strong. I need ammunition and guns and protect myself and get out of your fucking egos, everybody. Quit worrying about that kind of shit. Quit talk thinking about things like you're in goddamn Walking Dead. Doesn't have to be the Walking Dead. That's a boring movie. Zombie apocalypse movies suck. I'm sorry. Here's what I'll say to close this out. I always told everybody, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to the nearest drugstore and I'm getting the, I'm breaking in and I'm stealing as much fucking morphine or whatever there is, and I'm doping myself out of this reality, man. Fuck that. I ain't gonna be Rick fucking Grimes, Walking Dead, trying to survive and having to do all that shit that guy went through, and I'm not turning into a zombie either. I'm checking out. But that doesn't have to be the movie we live, everybody. The movie is your choice. And each and every one of you gets to make that choice. That's it. I'm out. And I'm going to babble to this brook. Later, everybody. Love you. From Japan, this has been your host, Brian, on an emergency edition of the BNP Realm Podcast Arena. Adios.